What up? What up? What up? What is good, Papa Phil, viewers at home, and OTG underscore Lucas? <laughs> what's going on, y'all? What's good? Another great I'll, day. I'm going to answer that. I'll tell you what's ah, good. tell me. This podcast is going to be good. Oh, okay. Look at these notes I got right here. Empty. Lucas, you see these bad boys? Look. Uh-huh. Those are those are the truth right there. Oh, I'm ready for this one because you've been telling me that um, that we need to talk about this so, for a while. And so I don't this, know what's going on, but so this, I mean, I know a little bit. But. So this is one of those. Um, there's a handful of shows in our in our twenty something shows we've recorded that Phil has no idea. I mean, he, there's a couple that there's he a subject. Yeah, that, I told him about a subject I wanted to talk about, and <clears throat> he was like, "Cool." Uh, I'll come over and we'll do a podcast on it. And we literally wait to discuss it until we're on camera. And uh, so this is one of those days where I was like, Hey, this is something that's really been on my mind. I want to talk about it. Let's have a podcast. And he's like, cool. So we've never, there's never, there hasn't many dialogue, there's you know, no discussion back, back and forth about, um, you know, how, how it's going to work or, or what we're going to st- discuss. And, you know, I like to, I like, I like those shows, man. I feel like those, those are, uh, those are a little more authentic, I guess. Yeah, you get a more of a real reaction and a real discussion of what, right. like us just as friends, yeah, talking about stuff. Yeah, for which sure. Which is a big part that we started the show in the first place, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So. Well, we were kind of at the gym one day, and I was like, "Dude, there should be a cameraman that follows us around yeah. all the time and records all the shit that we do, mm-hmm. and records Lucas being loud in the background." <laughs> well, that's being done right now. Yeah, so yeah, we fulfilled on that part. Yeah. Uh, no, man. So. Um, this is uh this is something that's been that's kind of evolved it's been weighing on me since earlier this month and um and i'll give you like a quick back or i'll give you quick why i started thinking about these things and then we'll kind of go into the backstory and how we got how i got to where i'm at right now so as y'all know uh and the listeners know that have listened you know listened to the podcast all of the episodes are hundreds of millions of fans at Mm -hmm. home and Lucas being loud in the background again. <laughs> uh, but you know what the thing is about these is these are noise canceling. The people listening probably can't hear him, I don't but, know but we can. Yeah, so sure. really, he's probably he'd probably get away with it. But yeah. I want to call him out. <laughs> but uh, so um, Jack Jack, man, your dog, my my dog. dog. Yeah. Um, he so the like I said the people who have been listening in for a while uh, he was in the po- he was our first ever guest he was he our was. first ever Jack was uh, the first guest he was he was in the, well he wasn't on the show but he was in the room when we recorded mm-hmm. and uh, Jack Jack was a dog that we got from a rescue um, that was in a really really bad situation he had a really badly broken leg he was extremely malnourished to the point of almost starvation. He had heartworms. He had all kinds of problems, man. He, he was really beat up. Mm-hmm. And the shelter was going to euthanize him because he had been there too long. So rescue saved him from the euthana, euthanasia list. I think that's the word. Euthanization. I'm euthanasia. Sure. Maybe we can put that on the screen. <laughs> Lucas can clip that baby You got to spell it. Yeah. Youth. It's E-U. Anyway, I don't know. I don't want to get into it because I sound like an idiot. He was on the list. The rescue at Blue River Animal Rescue on Instagram. Check them out. Uh, they're awesome. <clears throat> uh, the owner of the rescue saved um, Jack from the euthanasia list. And basically, she posted and she's like, hey, we need somebody to, we need a foster for this dog. We've saved him from the euthanasia list. Um, he's in really bad shape, but we need somebody to to foster him until we can get him a permanent home. And um, I, I didn't see it, actually. Uh, Jess saw it first, and she shows me. She's like, hey, 
this dog. He's really in a bad spot and he's in a lot of trouble. And, um, you know, I'd like to foster him. And at first I was apprehensive because, you know, we didn't know if he had any kind of aggression issues or, you know, if he was house trained or if he would get along with our dogs and so forth. Right. So I was like, I don't know, babe. And within a few minutes we agreed that we should go get him. So we get him and fast forward like a few days into having him and we fall in love with this dude. And it was, it was very quickly turning into a situation where he was no longer going to be a foster. We were just going <clears> to <throat> adopt him outright. As time went on, we got to that. So I fell in love with Jack Jack. We got him on November 1st, 2021. And, um, on January 3rd, um, I'm not going to get into all the details, but we had to, uh, put him down. He was, he had, a he had a tumor on his spine, he had bone cancer mm-hmm. on his spine and he was in a lot of pain and he was just getting to the point where he couldn't, um, you know, he really couldn't function well. Right. So, uh, we ended up having to put him down and man, I was so, so Jessica and I both were so, so, so heartbroken. I actually told her to come on this podcast and she declined because I don't think that she could talk about it without crying. And I, I'm on the brink too, but I'm going to hold it together for the viewers at home. <laughs> uh, hundreds of millions of them mm-hmm. watching me. And um, when, when we had to put Jack Jack down, it was it really took a toll on us. It really broke our hearts. That was January 3rd, so three, four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to put him down. And um, it really, really broke my heart. And um, I'm somebody who... <clears throat> really tries at this point in my life, I haven't always even thought this way or tried to be this way. I try not to really act on, I try to really, uh, act on rationale and, and, uh, I not guess, act on emotion, not act on emotion. I'm reading right. a book right now yeah, about not, that. Yeah. So, so it's okay to feel your emotions, mm-hmm. right? You're going to get angry, mad, set. We're all humans. We're right. going to feel all the different emotions, but try to be a little more subjective, like in the way that you don't just because something makes me mad in that moment, I'm not going to attack somebody. I'm not going to, um, you know, just cause, um, you know, uh, just can I have a little disagreement? I'm not going to say something rude to her. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. like just flare up, like emotional flare up. Yeah. You recognize your emotion, have a feel it five or 10 seconds to, to feel it out and then make a logical decision. Logical. Not an emotion. I've been looking for the word lot. Yeah, right. We're looking down. for the word logical. R- write that down and also write down uh, emotional intelligence 2.0. That's the book that I'm reading right now. Emotional. Mm-hmm. Talking about exactly this. Oh, okay. I have no idea there was a book on. I mean, yeah. there's pretty much a book on everything, probably, yeah. but I didn't know that. So I'm the type of person who try. I, I really try to be intentional about that now, mm-hmm. um, because acting on emotion uh, really never gets you. You know, it's really never a good outcome whenever you do that. I've acted on emotion most of my life, and I, I try to be intentional about that now. So anyway, I tried to step back whenever I was I was heartbroken. You know, we cried for days, and you know, life goes on. You know, you got to go back to work, and you know, you got you got bills, and and you know, li- life goes on mm-hmm. with or without you know your dog. And um, you know, I've had other losses in my life, but you know, this one was is fresh, right? And I was just really tore up about it. So a couple days went by and and um I was really struggling to get past it, right? To to you know move forward and, and just kind of be happy. 
And um, so I, I started to just write, I started to, I got on the notes app on my phone and just kind of started typing how I felt just kind of like, um, almost like journaling it. Um, just putting, putting it down on the page, what I was thinking. And it, at first it was kind of like this sporadic, um, list of thoughts and emotions that, you know, I was, you know, kind of going through in at that moment. And it turned into me typing, it turned into me stepping back and saying, Cause I was, I found that I was typing some, I was typing some positive things, mm-hmm. uh, on my phone. Like I was like, you know, uh, I learned a lot of things, um, from Jack in such a short amount of time. And I was typing these things and I think that's why it hurts so much. And I was like, there's good in here. So I stepped back and I tried to view it from a different perspective on, and try to see it, um, as in, in from a place of gratitude. And I'm right. very grateful for having had Jack for the two months, literally like two months and a couple days that we had him. Right. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, I was so grateful for a lot of things, but mostly the lessons that he taught me. And that's what the show is about. That's what I'm going to get into here in a minute. Okay. But I kind of wanted to build up to this. And whenever you step back and you look at things objectively and you don't think about your emotion and you think about it logically, a lot of times you can weed out, you can realize that the good in your life in general, the good outweighs the bad tenfold typically. I know for damn sure in my life it does. And it's so easy to get caught up on those small things. And not Jack not dying wasn't a small thing, but it's so easy to get caught up on um, negative things that yeah. happen in your life. And you forget about the positive things and the lessons that you learned and the happiness that you've had despite, you know, these handful of bad things that have happened, right? Because everybody goes through through tough times in their life. So <clears throat> anyhow, it turned into, um, and this was a thing, this was like a live note. I was, at first I was just typing everything and then I started deleting things out and I started adding things and it turned into, and I'm gonna pull my phone out. I don't like to do this on the podcast at all, but this is where the notes are. It turned into eight important life lessons that Jack taught me that I'm grateful for. All right. And it's really, I'm going to get, I'm going to get into my, I'm going to get into my diary a little bit here on, on the show. But, uh, the only person ever I've talked to this about at all has been Jessica. Right. And I don't even think she knows everything that's on this page, but she knows the most of it. She knows kind of the idea what what it morphed into. And this is over the course of several weeks. This has turned into mm-hmm. this. And, uh, so I just want to talk about, the eight life lessons um, that Jack taught me. And the title of this episode for um, any uh, content editors that might be in the room <laughs> is going to be called Be More Like Jack. All right. Well, and so <clears throat> I have I have an opening to this, but I'm going to save it for because uh, this is actually going to eventually turn into a caption that I'm going to post something on Instagram mm-hmm. when I find the, the right time and, and pictures that I want to post with it and everything. So I'm not going to read the opening, but I'm going to start with lesson number one. Okay. Uh, this is a reminder to be more like Jack Jack every day. Uh, so lesson number one, and I'm just going to, I'm going to read what I said. We'll discuss it. We'll go to the next one. Okay. So lesson number one, Jack was a stray dog found tied to a pole in Houston. 
Once he upgraded to become a shelter dog, he sat in the shelter for over a month. He had been on the streets for God knows how long. I mean, he was... Nobody knows. He was probably older than 10. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for God knows how long. He was starved, heartworm positive, had kennel cough, badly broken leg uh, that had healed improperly. So it caused one of his back leg was actually a couple inches shorter than the other one. Mm -hmm. So he couldn't really use it. Um, where was that? So um, broken back leg. He had broken teeth. So obviously, you know, he'd been in some some scuffles and whatnot. And he had, and several other injuries and issues. However, upon coming home with Jessica and I, he pretty quickly began to eat play, gain weight, wag his tail, fight for his life, and show us love. Also, oh, this is a little note to put in here. This guy got, I think, hundreds of thousands of shares on TikTok, wow. by the way. So look him I up. I remember you telling me about Blue that. River Animal Rescue TikTok, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. I want to say it got over maybe 200,000 views. Yeah. Um, so there are multiple lessons here um, that, we, that I learned from this. Lesson number one, never, ever give up. Against all odds. Is this all within the first of the this eight? This is all okay, within. So, okay. So, I got. I guess there's eight topics. Okay. And then lessons within those topics. Got some it. of them are one lesson. Some of them are like two or three. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, first, never ever give up against all odds. Second, no matter where you come from, despite what your background is or how your past played out, you can move forward, warm people's hearts, add value to others' lives, and you are worthy of love. Third, never think that you are above anybody. No matter who, no matter who, you, no matter who you are, you can learn something from everybody. So, everybody on earth knows at least one thing you don't know. Is mm -hmm. kind of what I'm getting at. Um, I venture to say that everybody knows at least one thing you don't know. Fourth, never judge somebody based on outward appearance. Life treated Jack unfair. Jack. Life treated Jack unfairly. He was beat up and rugged, but his heart was pure, loving, and kind. So basically, despite being this street dog, he had obviously been abused. You know, he obviously had all these problems, but he still, he, he came here. When we brought him home, yeah, he was kind of timid. timid for a mm -hmm. few days. And like within a day or two, he was happy. He was playing. He was eating. He was wagging his tail. Um, and he trusted us, mm -hmm. you know, and... So there's lesson, those are the lessons that we learned uh, for upon first meeting Jack, which I'm grateful for. So this is topic number two. Any right. comments on that, Phil? Man, I love it. I think that uh, a lot of that is really relatable to, to mm -hmm. people, you know, yeah. as well. But well, people, you know, some people struggle with maybe not feeling worthy or they feel like since they've had a rough past that mm -hmm. they can't have uh, a good future. Or for me, it, it's more of uh, externally, meaning that, me, I see someone that looks a certain way. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure. You remember the other day? Sorry, I hit the microphone. But you remember the other day we were on our way to the gym and we had a discussion kind of similar to this. And in front of us was like this uh, car. <laughs> yeah. This car. I remember this. Not a super nice car or anything. I don't know what had, kind of car it was. They had a, I don't either, but they had a custom license plate. And I popped off. Yeah. And, and Daryl kind of like made a. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, I don't um, know what the word I'm looking for. Um, I was like, can you, I said something about, I said, can you believe those people pay for that yeah, license? Plate? Kind of like a snarky comment. Yeah, I don't like, know what that you license plate's dumb. You shouldn't pay for it. Yeah. But I uh, forget what you said to me, but carry on. I don't, I don't remember exactly what I said. You looked but, over it to me and you said to them, it's cool. Yeah. Bingo. Exactly. And I felt like a complete idiot. This right here, this was already typed uh -huh. when we had that conversation. So, so. this is just a reiteration. Yep. Yeah. But that, that exact same thing. Don't, 
just because to you it doesn't make sense or to you that person looks like they don't belong mm-hmm. or they can't be in this situation or yeah. you know just just because maybe somebody's very wealthy and they just choose to not care about what clothes they wear mm-hmm. that's their decision and it makes them yeah. happy freedom and uh, we shouldn't judge them for that freedom yeah. Whatever makes you happy, and I'm the I, whatever you think yeah. is cool. And uh, I think thanks for taking taking that for me, but like because I do that to people too. But yeah. that was just the example that came to my head with that license plate. Yeah, you know? that's a really good point. I didn't yeah. even think about that until just now. He looked at me and said, "To them, it's cool," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, he's right." <laughs> yeah, because to that person, they think it's cool. It puts a smile on their face. Good. I'm glad, and I'm glad. I'm glad that's too. Right. Yep. So you know that that's kind of one thing. Uh, the first topic that I wanted to, that I was typing that, you know, Jack taught me lessons within. Mm-hmm. Topic number two out of eight. When we got Jack, he had obviously been mistreated by people and almost certainly been in several fights with other dogs. Despite this, he quickly and happily trusted me and Jessica. Additionally, he befriended um, Ruby, our other, our, our girl dog. Mm-hmm. Um, he, bef- he befriended our Ruby and never showed her any signs of aggression so he was, you know, we this dog that had probably been in several dog fights on the streets and so forth. And, um, you know, not too long after we get him, we decide that he's happy. He, he seems very friendly. hasn't shown any signs of aggression. We're going to try to introduce him. Instant best friends. Like, he was he went up to her. He's wagging his tail. He's happy. And they played. They were, mm-hmm. they were good. Um, you know, to the best of his ability, he couldn't run very well right. and stuff because his leg was jacked up. But... He they, was having fun. Yeah, they. She would run sprints around him, and he would just wag his tail and try to like, like spin, spin yeah, try to like keep up with her. But he was too slow, right? Because <laughs> Ruby's really fast. Ruby's next. She's level. like lightning. Yeah, she's yeah. an athlete. So, um, yeah. So you know, he, he just he instantly loved her, mm-hmm. and so what's the lesson here? Never ju- never judge somebody based off of other people's actions. Everybody starts with a level playing field until they prove otherwise. So Jack didn't judge me and Jessica based off of people who had definitely mistreated him. He'd mm-hmm. uh, definitely, I mean, he was chained to a light post in right. Houston. Somebody mistreated the dog. Another human, human being, a human being. That looks, and to him, he was all just like, Jack you. was all scarred up. And obvi- it seemed obvious to me that he had been attacked by other dogs. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Ruby wasn't those other dogs and we weren't those other people. Man, I didn't even think of that. He didn't judge us based off of that. He said, these people get a clean slate when mm-hmm. he saw us. And, I've in the past been guilty of not of saying, you know, you think about a past experience that you've had and you block somebody out based off that, or, um, you know, there's been a dog that's bit you before. So if there's another dog that looks like that dog, it's going to bite you. And these are just some examples, right? You know, so that is a topic in lesson number, number two that, it. that Jack taught us. So everybody starts a clean slate. Don't judge. I'm not going to judge you based off what somebody else did to me. Right. Even if they're, um, you know, uh, so maybe they maybe it's the way a certain dress, they, the way that they dress, some, yeah. the way that they talk, a stereotype. I, th- you're, I think of, you're not stereotyping people, right. I guess, is well, another you know, way to say it. I think, kind of, and I think, an, like, another thing, too, a big example is, um, uh, like, relationships. People think because their ex-husband um, or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend um, or whatever mm-hmm. uh, did them wrong or, or cheated on them or did this thing that now... Um, this new person's going to do it to him, right? And um, you can't you can't sh- judge somebody based off that. Yeah, I agree. So, so um, I'm not saying that everybody is automatically good. I'm just saying that 
you know, think about the opportunities that you miss out on if you, uh, if you shut somebody out based off what somebody else did to you. I'm with that. So, um, yeah, great. That's number two, man. I love it. Uh, number three from the outside looking in, it seemed like Jack was just a badly abused street dog whose life, whose life, um, and future were both grim. However, shortly after meeting Jack, I realized that he lived in the present. He lived in the present moment, not in the past. He wagged his tail, played around, went for walks, loved car rides, enjoyed treats, enjoyed our and enjoyed treats and our company despite his past and his injuries. What's the lesson here? Live in the moment. Life is too short to live in the past. Don't look back because you're not going that way. Oh, I need that one right now. So Jack came in <clears throat> rugged past. Mm-hmm. He'd probably most likely been hit by a car. Um, definitely been beaten. Definitely been attacked by other dogs. Been chained up to a post, been in the shelter, been passed by. He was, I think he weighed, I want to say he weighed like 40 pounds mm-hmm. when we got him, uh, I think is the number that come that comes to mind. He gained, he, he gained, I think like 15 pounds in the two months that we had him. Wow. And he was still needing to put some weight on. The mm-hmm. dude was, he Damn. was like a skeleton. Mm-hmm. He didn't care. He didn't think about that. He living for the moment. He lived for a moment. When I would walk in the door from work and he would get his starved ass with his broken <laughs> leg up out of his bed and come meet me at the door with his uh-huh. tail wagon. I'm like, dude, you can't even walk good. You just came all the way across the house uh-huh. to, to meet me at the door. So Jack didn't look back, dude. He wasn't going, he wasn't going back. He didn't care about that. And there's a huge lesson there. I think that's huge because, man, I'm one of the worst about reminiscing on the past Thinking about what happened yesterday or last, what happened last time yeah. I did this action. Thriving on it too much. Yep. And then, mm-hmm. or letting it hold you back from, you know, taking that next step forward. Right. You know, because we're all going to face obstacles, right? Yep. But we can't let. Think about the obstacles the, that do. The outcome that the yeah. last obstacle gave us, maybe it wasn't the outcome that we were looking for. Mm-hmm. So now we don't try the next one. Yeah. Huge issue. So Jack wasn't bitter, dude. <clears throat> Jack didn't. Um, he didn't hold any grudges. Mm-hmm. He just, he hopped up in, we got in the car, we went to the park, we walked. He didn't show aggression towards anybody or any other dogs. He was happy, dude. He didn't, he wasn't living in the past. He was living now, despite everything he'd been through. So yeah. don't look back. That's great. That was, that's number three. So number four, when we took Jack in, we had zero fostering experience. We had no idea how he'd act in our home, how he'd treat us, how he'd treat our dogs, or how we would logistically handle having three dogs with our lifestyle we're we're out of town a lot we work a lot so it's tough three dogs and Mm -hmm. you know we don't know if he would even get along with them so we got to keep them all separate you know um but he needed but jack needed help so we took him in anyways there are two lessons here first help others and be kind kindness goes a long way you never know who has had a rough time or how your kindness may impact somebody second take chances in life quit worrying about what might go wrong and start thinking about what could go right Taking chances can produce beautiful outcomes. Man, that one really, that one really touches me because so often we focus on the negative mm-hmm. and then don't think about what the positive outcome could be. And this is totally irrelevant, but for some reason it just popped into my head. I was just on Facebook the other day and mm, um, mistake. Yeah, there was mistake number <laughs> one for sure. But I saw, and it was very good. It was like a a meme or whatever, you know, or a photo of Albert Einstein. Mm -hmm. And he was doing multiplication. It's like 
1 times 9 equals 9, 2 times 9 equals 18, 3 times 9 equals 27. He gets all the way to the bottom at like 9 times 9 and purposely misses by 1. And everybody just freaks out. And he's like, you see that? I did 8 right and nobody said anything. Mm-hmm. I do 1 wrong. Yeah. And everybody flips. So kind of the same thing. Instead of thinking about all the things that you could do right... We constantly worry about the one thing that could go wrong. Well, you start you, you focus on the potential negative outcome, right? And it gets way too much of your attention. I'm not saying that you should be irrational and just go, "Oh, well, this could," you know, you know, bet a billion dollars. Yeah, on, don't. On yeah, don't go put red a, a fifteen million, on the say a billion at, on red. At, yeah, you on know? you know at the casino. Mm-hmm. But all too often, um, the analysis paralysis. People don't make any moves in their life, and they don't they don't take chances because they're so scared of what could possibly go wrong. Right, that they just stay within that comfort zone, and they're not really happy there. And going back to your previous lesson, they're thinking about something they did wrong ten years past. ago, five years ago, and they're like, "Man, I can't do this new thing." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Yeah, give yourself a clean slate. You can do it. Yep, clean slate like Jack gave me. Mm-hmm. I didn't really deserve it. You know, um, I didn't do anything to deserve it. You didn't anything. do anything specific yeah, to deserve it. To deserve it. Right. But guess what? It gave me clean You fulfilled. Slate. I fulfilled. And, yep. you know, so don't quit worrying about all the negative things and start and move forward. Yeah. We're, think about what could go right. Give that some, at least some of the attention. Mm-hmm. If you split it 50-50, I'll bet you the good outweigh the good outweighs the bad as far as, um, the, uh, I guess, probability. Right. Of happening. Right. I mean, well, if you, uh, not to change the subject matter or the, the lesson here, but if you give it time and actually try mm-hmm. for a, a long enough right. period yeah, of time, yeah. Yeah. you know, absolutely. So you got to be realistic too. Right. So yeah, that was number four. Number five, when Jack passed, it broke our hearts to say the least. It was easy to be sad and think about how terrible. So this is kind of the root okay. of, uh, so listen, hear me out. When Jack passed, it broke our hearts, to say the least. It was easy to be sad and think about how terrible the situation was and how we wished there was a different outcome. But shortly after, um, I made an effort to shift my perspective. This is kind of what I talked about in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I made an effort to shift my perspective and thought about how fulfilling it was to show him true love and happiness before he passed away. Additionally, I started considering how much I learned from this little dude in such a short amount of time. What's the lesson here? Life is defi- defined by the perspective you view it from. Seeing the negativity in certain situ- situations is generally the easier option. Most people, myself included, definitely, will laser focus on the pain or negativity first. Kind of what we were talking about a second mm-hmm. ago. But if you dig deep and account for all the blessings and lessons learned, you'll often be overcome with gratitude. I'm forever grateful for our Jack and the short time we had with him. Basically what you and I just discussed. Um, you know, it, well, it's basically what you and I just discussed, but one thing I want to point out in this one is life is defined by your perspective. Mm -hmm. Whatever you pound into your brain and you tell it to find, it's going to find. If you tell it, if you want to find the sadness and the heartbreak and the negativity, your brain's going to go find it for you. Yep. And I I don't remember this book, the name of it, but I I read a book uh, a few years ago that was discussing perception versus reality. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, the answer was perception is reality. Yep. They, they in time become the same. Your thing. perception is your reality. That's right. Your brain's going to find it. Exactly. Yeah. In and time, your brain will align those two things. Yes. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you constantly, you know, stress about, think about your brain's going to find it. So if you step back, like I, and it was tough mm-hmm. to step back away from this situation and try to find the positives, 
in the beginning, it was horrible. I just wanted to be sad. I missed my dog. And guess what? Whenever I started to find, whenever I started telling my brain to find all the good things, dude, it just started. Just, it was overwhelming. Yeah, it I was about to say, they start pouring to you. I yeah. couldn't type fast enough. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, wow. And dude, when I typed all this out, in the matter of this probably, um, this final draft, uh, okay, so let me back up. All the ideas were probably within like a day or two, I typed the ideas out. And then I modified it for, for over time uh, over a few weeks, right? Like I said in the beginning. So this is kind of a few weeks of work here. Mm-hmm. But the initial, um, the initial thoughts and gratitude and lessons were kind of dumped out on the page within a day or two. My brain was just going and going and going. I was, it was finding mm-hmm. those things that I was looking for. So life is perspective. Your perspective is your reality. That's right. Um, and I believe that to be true. Me definitely. Too. Cause your brain's going to go get it. Yeah. And, and like this morning I was in a really bad headspace. We were talking a little bit before mm-hmm. and you know, it's crazy how just a simple thought can get your heart pounding. Oh yeah. That's what was going on with me this morning. Just thinking about this situation that I have to mm-hmm. deal with heart racing, you yeah. start sweating, upset, you know, and or distraught because I, I perceived it as a hard thing. Mm-hmm. But now I'm looking back. I'm like, the hell is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. It's really not that hard. Yeah. Know? But that was my perception in that moment in time, which became your reality. brain made it real. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. So your perspective is your, is your reality. Mm-hmm. I think the, to put, so perspective is reality is a good statement, but I think your perspective is your reality. Yeah, that, that's a better way a to statement. say it. Cause you and I can look at two different things and perceive it differently. That's right. Your perspective is going to make it real for you. Mine's going to make it real for me. That's right. Um, so that was number five. Number six, when Jack came to us, this is one of my favorites. Uh-oh. When, when Jack came to us, his femur had been, so when, let me give you a little story. His leg, when we got him, his leg was not actively broken. It had been broken years back and just healed like that. Mm-hmm. So he basically had a peg leg. His back right leg was two inches shorter than the left, and it was stiff. It didn't bend. So even if he was laying down, sitting, his leg was straight. Yeah, Standing, his leg just dangled. Right. So he he didn't get around very well. Um, that's, well, he, he got better with yeah. time. So when Jack came to us in the past, his femur had been shattered and fused back together solid with no bend in the knee. He couldn't walk. He couldn't walk, hardly stand up well when we got him, but he couldn't walk well, let alone jump. As time went on, he began walking better, and then he even started running occasionally. Later, I noticed that every time we headed for the car, he loved loved car rides. And go on a car ride? You want to go for a ride? Jack's about that mm-hmm. life. Don't fuck with Jack on the car rides, dude. He's about it. He will go for a ride, no matter what time. So, uh, later I noticed that every time we headed for the car, he attempted to jump into the back seat as if he knew he was capable of making it. Uh... Although he wanted to try, I always assisted him as to not further injure him. I picked him up, mm-hmm. put him in the car. But he would always, when I would open the door, he would try to slip past me and like, like he was going to jump himself. up. And, you ain't getting in there. Yeah. Yeah. So I just stopped him and I'd pick him up, put him in the seat. Mm-hmm. So although he, although he wanted to try, I always assisted him as to not in, further injure him. Then one day, um, I would think I was actually on the phone. So I had, I had the leash in one hand, the phone in the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure. So then one day um, I was on the phone. I took Jack for, I went to go take Jack for a ride. I was on the phone. I'm adding that those two parts in. Um, 
And when I opened the car door, I wasn't paying attention to Jack on his leash. He was behind me. Well, he had backed up, started running, and <laughs> leapt into the back seat before I realized what was even happening. The fucker made it. Because <laughs> I, I, so I was on the, I think I had it on speaker and I had, the, I opened the door uh-huh. and I just had the leash, yeah, I had the leash looped around my arm mm-hmm. and he was back behind me. And when I opened the door and I went to turn to get him, nah, right in there. He jumped right up in there. Yeah. So he backed up, started running and left in the back seat before I realized what was happening. What's the lesson here? Always believe in yourself and never place limits on yourself. You just might even surprise yourself and others one day. Mm-hmm. Jagged it. Every time we went for that car, he was trying to He's jump. going for it. We went to get in my truck. He's going for it. I'm like, okay, you can't even. You, can't, you definitely can't <laughs> yeah, make Because, yeah. like, he wasn't even as tall as, like, the bottom of the truck. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, he. But I promise you hell. he was going to try. Yeah. So that's pretty straightforward. Believe in yourself, dude. Jack mm-hmm. tried every single time to jump into that seat. So don't place limits on yourself, man. Um and even if you do fail, like he didn't make it a few times, oh, yeah. <laughs> but that one time you do, yeah, so, makes it all worth you it. You know, too many people are scared of, uh, again, back to this being scared of failure, and they're thinking about how they probably won't make it instead of they probably will make it, or mm-hmm. what happens if they do make it, you know? And Jack didn't think about that. There was no, he never thought all for a forward. second. Yeah, he never thought for a second he wasn't going to make it. Mm-hmm. So y'all believe in yourselves, all right? It sounds kind of cliche, but it's the truth. Yeah. All right. That was number six. So number seven, I'm going to try not to get a little choked up on this one. Take your time. All right. Lucas, if I cry, edit it out and make my biceps bigger. Unfortunately, we only had two months with our jet. While we had hopes of a long life and a bright future, reality is that our time was cut Cut short very quickly and with almost no warning. So Jack went from, we noticed something wasn't quite right to being put down within a matter of a few days, probably like a week. We kind of noticed something was wrong, but we thought, you know, I mean, he he wasn't like in a lot of pain or anything, but he just seemed something was off. He seemed kind of off. Yeah. Like maybe a week before. And then like the night before, he was. He seemed like he was in a lot of pain, and he wasn't. He was very uncomfortable. So we took him to the vet that next day, and that's when we had to put him down. So it it happened fast, dude. right? Like it was, you know, it wasn't like he had you know cancer for three years mm-hmm. or something that you know we saw coming, right? Which isn't any easier, but it's different. Um. So reality is that our time was cut short very quickly and with almost no warning. What's the lesson here? Don't take anything, especially time and your loved ones, for granted. Um, tell people you love them, hug them, call friends and family that you haven't talked to in a while, lift each other up and don't leave anything on the table because you never know how many more chances you'll have. You'll, you will have, or when time will run out, make no mistake. The clock's ticking Mm -hmm. for everybody. That's just reality. People don't want to think about it. It's real. You know, it's uh, just another reason to not, I guess, sit around and dread in your sorrows. Like, Reach out, you know, yeah. talk to people, take advantage of your time on earth. Yeah. The life that you have. Take advantage of, yeah. of the time you have. Reach, you know, people, some people hold grudges, um, you know, and they, they let that take time away from them. You know, um, I, ha- I, I personally, you know, have, I'm not going to get into details, but 
some family members that held a grudge against another family member. And then all of a sudden when he died, now they're like, Oh, Oh, you know, I loved him so much. I shouldn't have, you know, not talked to him for X amount of years. And I shouldn't have said these rude things. How many times you heard that story from a lot of times, dude, it's very real to me because it happened in my family, but, um, you never know, dude. So Jack went from literally our dog, like our family member to putting him down all it so it realistically it happened within a few days mm-hmm. you know and you know that can happen with people you know oh, yeah. um i mean you know let me not to get too deep i lost my dad in a car accident you know mm-hmm. one day he's fine and perfect and the next day he's an accident right. gone yep. just like that so man you know be kind be kind to your family dude I mean, look not every, not everybody's or nobody's perfect right you're gonna have little arguments and disagreements but mm-hmm. the people that you love and you care for cherish them man hug them tell them you love them call them text them you know uh, get get together with them when you can and um man just just live like that don't leave anything on the table because you know uh, chan- your chance is gonna run out your time will run out right um every, you know you're, everybody's gonna die uh, everybody, you know, everybody's dog's going to die eventually. Right. I'm not, I don't know. Nobody knows what order, right. God knows what order, but nobody That's on earth it. knows what order. Right. So just take those chances, man. So that Jack just really, that was something that I already kind of felt, you know, mm-hmm. with things that have happened in my past, but like that he kind of opened up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just really made me cling, you know, square back up with reality you know, reality is that, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. That was number seven. <clears throat> number eight, and this one, this one's kind of more of a um, that I was somebody who didn't really, um, you know, know how important this was, and um, I don't think it's something that's really talked about enough. But um, more people should get involved with. So lesson number eight. I could go on. I could go on and on, and I have much more to say about Jack. What's one of the most important lessons of all here? Adopt, rescue, volunteer, foster, and donate when you can. There are thousands of dogs like Jack in the world waiting for their opportunity to be uh, rescued, love, um, to to be rescued, to love, and to be loved. Waiting for their opportunity to teach and be taught. Give them a chance at life. I guarantee it will give you fulfillment and warm your heart. Who knows? Maybe you'll learn a thing or two. So, and then here's my my closing statement before I get into my hashtags. And it's very simple. Bottom line, the world would be a much better place if we were all a little more like Handsome Jack Jack. And I think that's true. Everybody was a little bit more like Jack. Mm -hmm. The world would be a little bit better place. So that's something that's been weighing on me, man. Those those topics, that page has been, um, that page, that note. Sure. Has been evolving, been deleting some stuff, adding some stuff. It's been being edited for a while. Mm -hmm. Um. But that's what it turned into when I stepped back. I tried to shift my perspective to gratitude. I started finding things I was grateful for. They started spewing out on the page. And when I started, because, you know, I still get down and out. It hasn't even been a month. I start to get down and out about it a little bit. I get into my notes and I read about it. And I just think about all the good that came. Two months with a stray dog. <laughs> Yeah, and I that's think, what it really was. I spent two yeah. months with a stray dog, and that's what I got out of it. And I, I think that um, to to tack on a little bit is just you can you can do this with any scenario probably in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, this is one that just really hit you hard. Yep. 
everybody's got, got their different real, heart. Got you really thinking. This is where mm-hmm. your heart is, you know. Um, but in all aspects of your life, every situation you go through every single day that has some type of emotional swing, you can take some type of lesson. And you can dig as deep as you did mm-hmm. and write them down in your phone and work on them for weeks. Oh, I- or you can take 10 seconds yeah. to, to realize, hey, this thing happened. Here's what... Here's my feed. Here's my personal feedback on myself and mm-hmm. uh, what I think about the situation. Learn something from it and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, everybody's different, right? Everybody, I guess, grieves differently. Everybody perceives differently, but your perception is going to be your reality. So, so work on your perspective. Change your perspective. Um, fix your thoughts. Tell your brain, you know, what to go after, man, mm-hmm. um, and it'll go find it. So that I don't know. That's just been something that's been weighing on me. Uh, this is. Phil had no idea that we were going to get into this. He just well, you've been telling me about it for probably a couple of weeks. Well, I've been telling you I want to do the show, yeah, but yeah. I haven't told you, right? You know what we what I was going to go into. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and you know the viewers at home have probably noticed that I'm back in the captain's chair. <laughs> I got I got microphone number one. Looks good on you, man. You got the American flag behind me. Mm-hmm. The American flag hat that doesn't match the shirt. Kind of. Jessica told me about that earlier. She's uh-huh. like, it's even worse that you don't match because. It almost matches, and I agree. Like when you when something almost matches, but not quite, that's even worse. But I don't know, man. The way I'd, I see I'd it, count it, American the American flag is kind of like camouflage. You can just wear it with anything. That's you know how true. like the NFL teams on like uh, for Veterans Day they'll wear like a camouflage uh, gloves with their regular mm-hmm. uniform, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's that's American that's flag. Kinda, American flag can do anything. <laughs> it, it is the American. I, I think they. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm counting it. American flag goes with everything, yeah, dude. I'm counting it. Phil's counting it. Yeah. So yeah, man, that's uh, that's what I want to talk about today. And I don't, we don't have to do, we don't have to dig on anymore. We've been going at it for 41 minutes and 40 seconds. Whoa, something like man, that. Didn't seem like it. Uh, well, no, I mean, I think that I think those are all really great things. Uh, obviously, each one is, is its own topic. Um, Little food we for just thought. We just kind of touched on each one. I don't think that these things are really probably more valuable the less that you hear external opinions on them, Mm -hmm. to be totally honest with you, I just thought about this. The less that you and I say about these topics, the better off probably, because these are topics that you need to think about for yourself. Yep. Obviously I can listen to your opinion and you can listen to mine and maybe we take a little bit away from each other. But at the end of the day, the more time you spend, spend 10 minutes with yourself. Yep on each one of these versus listening to what I have to say about it for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, I think you might even get more out of it. Yeah. Well, so when people dig within themselves, it'll, it'll, um, in these types of situations, it can be a lot more, um, I don't want to use the word fulfilling, but you, it, it can, um, it can do a lot more for you whenever you figure out how, how, what this when you figure out what this looks like for you for you yeah yeah can, not what it looks like yeah. for Daryl or what yeah. it looks like for Philip but yeah. what it looks like for you yeah it will do a lot more for you whenever you get that figured out whenever you dig deep in yourself and you think about those things mm-hmm. so I don't want to get like mushy or um or sad on the OTG podcast <laughs> which is the greatest of all time like subscribe share with your friends um come into the gym get trained yep. call a Luke all, OTG all underscore Lucas at one perfect shot for all your um for all your neat social content media needs. and content needs. But, um, yeah, man, uh, I didn't want to get, you know, too deep and, and, and create, but it's something that I've been wanting to talk about and what better platform and to sit down with a microphone and a camera and, and 
put it out there for anybody who wants to see it to see it. I think this is probably my favorite episode. Yeah. This is a good one, man. And we're going to have, and I'm going to get OTG underscore Lucas to clip in some pictures of Jack, dude. Yes. Because Jack, that. that dude was a fucking stud. He was. Very handsome. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, bottom line, the world will be a much better place if we're all a little more like Jack. So we're going to go out on that note. Share, like, subscribe, tell your friends. But most importantly, be more like Jack Jack. <laughs>